Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Not D&D, brought to you by EN World Live. I'm your host, Jessica, and those that are canny-eyed among you may notice that someone else from EN is here. We have this week Russ with us. Russ, that thanks for coming on. me. <laughs> that would be you. <laughs> yes. So, I was looking around to see if there was anyone else, but no, it is it's definitely No, me. no, no, it's just us talking. So okay, usually, okay. On, usually on Not D&D, we have uh, different creators on that make other games and stuff, but... Also at EM Publishing, we also make games. Uh, and so this week we're going to be talking about um, a game that we got going into Kickstarter tomorrow launching, uh, which is What's Old is New. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that this week as well. Uh, because why not? Because we also make games and we have lots of other people on, was the idea. Yes, yes. So you've been on before, like over a year ago. You were the first guest because I was worried no other guests would come on and talk to me. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> lucky, you, lucky. you have to come. Yeah. 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 Uh, we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. the old yeah. engine. Yes. And in that, and in that, we I talked about this. you do. Yes, you should. It's recorded online, so you can check yeah, it. Yeah, I can't deny it ever happened. No, no, no. Don't gaslight me out video of that. Video format. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But then we talked about your background and history of role playing games. So mm-hmm. instead of going through that again, because people yep. can just go back and watch Awfully Cheerful Engine, I thought we'd talk about the history of what's old is new because this is a system okay, you yeah. created close to a decade ago. Now, is it fair to say? Don't say that. <laughs> okay so tell us about when you first created what's old is new and um what your what your idea was behind it hmm. so this is 2015 i want to say give or take mm-hmm. and what why there's a whole load of 80s games that i really liked and one of them was like star trek um and another one was um like the ghostbusters um role playing game and there's a whole lot a whole lot of stuff about them which i really liked um and i'd always kind of been in love with dice pool systems and i always i'd always always wanted to make one so what i wanted to do at the time was i wanted to make a, a basically at first i just kind of wanted to make a star trekky game mm-hmm. was was why it was, was was the start and then it kind of grew from that and then i realized i could also make a fantasy one and they could use the same rules and be compatible and then someone came along, Mike Myler came along and said, hey, guess what? I can make, I can write the, the middle one. I can write a, a modern action one. So in the end, we had a Kickstarter back in 2015, 16 or something um, for the three hardcover books and created this system, the What's Old is New system. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, and that, that's, that's the history. So um, I, I, I made it back then and... It's probably one of my favourite games to play. I really, really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've uh, we've had licensings like Just Dread powered by it. We've had lots mm-hmm. of our own sort of adventures and settings powered by it, um, like Xenomorphs and Spirits of Manhattan and um, from 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 Dust to Dawn um, and things like that. So you know, covering a whole lot of different genres. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of the history of it. That's how it and happened. There's- and also, it's a category on Drive Through RPG. If you look in the systems, you can see what's mm. old is new there. And there's also mm-hmm. third party content as well. So, do because yes. I think at the moment, a lot of people are very keen to have, for some reason, uh, once you know about <laughs> third party content creation, how that works. Could you tell us a little bit how that works with what's old is new? Yeah. So, um, we've got various different ways you can do it. So, um, I've always wanted it, I've always believed that uh, an open game is a successful game. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, a well-supported game is a successful game. So um, mm-hmm. there are different ways you can do it. So depending on what suits you as a creator, you can make content for what's old is new. So you can use the Open Gaming License, which is how we first did it mm-hmm. back, back in the day, because the Open Gaming License was a, a popular thing at the time. 
Mm-hmm. Less popular these days for some reason. I'm not sure why, but um, so there's, the open, <laughs> yeah. there's the open gaming license, still valid, still there. You can still use that. Um, it's now in Creative Commons as well. You can use that if you like. Okay. Um, once the uh, the new um, Orc Open RPG Creative license comes into being mm-hmm. from from Azura Law and Paizo, um, it will be available under that. So you can use that if you prefer. And right. finally, there's the uh, what sort of new um, publishing syndicate, which is kind of like DMs Guild. You know, mm-hmm. um, Drive Through RPG have a whole load of different sort of community content and things. You yeah. could also do it like that. And when you do it like that, you don't need to worry about any licenses or anything because you can even use our settings and uh, our, all our different IP and art and things as well. So you can do that as well. So there's four currently four different ways you can make products compatible with what sort of new. Awesome. So whatever license you're more comfortable with and just works yeah. for what you're trying to do. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. all the links and details on that are on what's all this new RP so winerpg.com, which is mm-hmm. on the screen there, or links in the podcast show notes if you want to check that out. If you are a third party content creator. So great. So it sounds like there is a role playing system that already works uh, and exists. There's three core books for the different kind of settings, whether you want it to be like old uh, kind of fantasy whether you want it to be like modern action or like future or sci-fi, sci-fi. Uh, there's a whole bunch of source books as well there's mm-hmm. like uh books of uh, the galactic sentience catalog which is tons of alien alien um mm-hmm. species that you can play there's the starship construction manual there's the uh starship recognition manual there's loads and loads of source books out there um there's loads of adventures mm-hmm. there's loads of these sort of one-off sort of setting adventure books so there's um um uh, uh spirits of manhattan which is kind of um you go around catching ghosts in new york in the 1980s busting them if um, you will bust, bust if one were to, to do so one might use the word busting i suppose okay yeah <laughs> yeah um I, I, um I, there's a few of those different ones set in different genres mm-hmm. so there's a couple of fantasy ones a couple of sci-fi ones a couple of modern action ones so there's a whole load of different settings and uh and stuff that you can do there um, so it's it's really well supported. There's tons mm-hmm. of stuff out there for it already. Great. So there's loads of stuff. It already exists. What mm-hmm. is what are we doing now? What's the new thing? We are making a starter set. Boom. That looks like this. Boom. Yes. <laughs> so yes. So I'm, I'm I'm acutely conscious that what's old is new, while being awesome and amazing, mm-hmm. does consist of three big hardcover books. Yeah. Um, and while you don't need all three hardcover books, you only need one of them to play as long as you want to stick with that genre. They're, they're standalone books. What mm-hmm. I kind of thought was we really, really do need a sort of more entry-level product that people can sort of um, mm-hmm. learn the system without having to fork out for great big hardcover books and have a massive, massive info dump. So that's what mm-hmm. this is. This is a starter set, literally a name. It's a starter set. It is a starter set. It's got everything you need to start play. You need nothing else apart from what's in that mm-hmm. box. And it's like half the price of what you'd pay for just one of the core books. Yeah, I think on the Kickstarter, it's going to be 24 quid, I think. Mm-hmm. And with the amount yep. of stuff in it, i got to say, that's a really good deal, I think. We wanted, if, you, yeah. if you look at how much stuff is in that box. Talk us through, because not everyone will be watching this live. Some people will be listening on the podcast, so they cannot see this wonderful visual on graphic that we have. podcast? Yes. What a time to be what, alive. I know, I know. It's amazing <laughs> technology these days. Uh, so right. what, what's in the starter set? Okay. Item number one is a softcover rule book. So this mm. book is 68 pages long. The first half of it is basically the rules to the game. The second mm. half of it is a bestiary. So it's got like 40-odd different monsters and foes that you can use 
from all different genres. So there's like industrial robots and Terminator type things. And there's um, zombies and goblins and ogres and giants. And there's like soldiers and um, modern modern stuff as well. Mm. So, um, yeah. so yeah, yeah. So a bestiary and core rule book all in one book there in a soft cover book. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. There's then three adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a fantasy adventure called uh, Dilemma and Decay. There's a modern horror adventure called uh, Habits and Circumstance. I think. Happenstance. Uh, happenstance, yes. Yeah. yeah, alliteration. I knew there was alliteration in there. Happens yes. and Happenstance. And finally, The Silence of um, Sefton Station is a sci-fi one. So they all three... sound a bit creepy. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, um, yeah, but one for each genre there. So okay. you can play in any of those three genres you wish mm. with the starter set. Okay, what else is there? So each of those adventures, um, there will be a pre-generated um, party of adventurers to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, each of these parties, there's six, six pre-generated characters, six fantasy ones, six modern ones, and six sci-fi ones. Um, I mean, you don't have to use the, the the ones with the adventure. You could swap them over and stick a wizard in the spaceship if you really want to. It will still work mm-hmm. if you want to mess with the themes a little bit. But, um, yeah, so there's, so there's 18 pre-generated characters. Um, mm. So the the Alpha Squad is the um, is, is the modern one. Uh, the crew of the Starship Murphy is the uh, sci-fi one. And then the Grey mm-hmm. Fellowship is, is the fantasy one. And each of them contains Amazing. six characters, all pre-generated, ready-made for you to play. Because so you don't have yeah, to do any character creation. Have, yeah, yeah. The starter set doesn't have character creation rules in it because character creation in what's old is new is quite an involved life path system. So mm-hmm. we're trying to get people in and playing as quickly as possible. Amazing. So, uh, in addition, it looks like there's maps uh, and there's tokens for yes, the adventures. Yeah. Reverse and... poster maps, tokens, dice, and some tons dice. Of stuff. Tons Amazing. of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, literally you really everything you need to play. Dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Everything so... you need to play. In. Yeah. Sounds like great. There's a lot of stuff in there, but what mm. um, for people that aren't familiar with the What's Old and New, what is actually the game? So what's kind of the core core mechanic? Okay, so it's a D6 dice pool system because I love D6 dice pools and a lot of my mm-hmm. games are D6 dice pool systems. Sure. Um, you know, Awfully Cheerful Engine is a very simple D6 dice pool system. This is a slightly mm-hmm. more complex D6 dice pool system, but they're all yeah. D6 dice pool systems. So you have a mm. bunch of attributes. This is like strength and charisma and logic or magic mm-hmm. or psionics or something like that. So these are like your core sort of raw talent, okay. kind of what you're born with. Um, so yeah. you have a bunch of those, and each of those is going to have a score in it telling you how many dice you get to roll. Okay. And then you have a, a bunch of skills, and these are things you learned. And that could be anything mm-hmm. like fan- in the fantasy game. It might be herbalism or tracking or swords or climbing. Mm-hmm. And in a, in a sci-fi game, it might be astrophysics or piloting or, 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 or rifles or stuff. So stuff mm-hmm. you learn. So when you make an attribute check, you, you can combine any attribute with any skill, like the GM will yeah. usually decide, decide what it is. So one example mm-hmm. I kind of use in the books is you're climbing a wall and it's like a, this old, old church and the player mm-hmm. goes, okay, the GM goes, right, this is obviously uh, an agility check to climb this wall. And the player goes, I've got I've, uh, archaeology as a skill. Can I use that rather than climbing? Because I would know like where the handholds are and which, which gargoyles I can hang off and stuff. And the GM would go, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. So make an agility archaeology check. So you can combine mm-hmm. any attribute with any skill, as long as it makes sense. You can't you know, do anything. 
But as long as it makes mm. sense, you can do that. So you might have like three dice in agility, two dice in climbing, so you draw five dice and try and beat your mm -hmm. dying number. So that's the basic core mechanic. And everything runs off that. Combat runs off that. Attribute checks, skills, everything runs off that same basic mechanic. Simple. Okay. Yeah, it's so you're basically going to be picking up a whole load of D6 dice and just chucking them at the table. If yeah, you're really good it'd be like rolling fireballs every round. Amazing. Good fun. Yeah. So, okay, so that's the, the crux of it. And it sounds like, um, and you mentioned with the characters, there is a life path system um, mm. that's not included in the box set because we've got pre-generated characters. But if people were interested in seeing how that works, is there somewhere online they could have a gander at that? Mm. So all of the rules for what's is new, and this isn't just the starter set rules, this is the fault rules, are on the rules reference document, mm -hmm. um, which you can find at woinrules.com. W-O-I-N-R-U-L-E-S.com. Mm -hmm. And that has got all of the rules of the game. It's not, it's, you know, it is very much kind of just, just like the mechanics. It hasn't got a lot of the yeah. descriptive text and the examples. And, you know, mm -hmm. so I, th I think generally speaking, it's not a substitute for the books. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you basically know how to play the game, you can run it off of the Wayne Rules website. Perfect. Yeah, and and... there's everything on there. There's so much stuff on there. <laughs> Yeah, there's loads of different resources I've seen. Like there's, um, you've got this, the online tools that have like a big catalogue of all the different like equipment that you can have. Yeah, so that's, um, yeah, so that's Wine Gear, W-I-N-G-E-A-R. Mm -hmm. And that is basically mm -hmm. a, a sort of fictional catalogue of equipment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Archaic equipment, fantasy equipment, uh, modern equipment and sci-fi equipment and starships and stuff. So every bit mm -hmm. of equipment in the core rule books is on there. Mm -hmm. From every, you know, so there's all the different millions of pole arms because I couldn't help but put tons of pole arms into into the fantasy game, mm -hmm. um, up to you know lots of grenades and stuff and body armors and vehicles in um, the modern stuff and you know and all the all the sci-fi scanners and all the all the laser swords and all the stuff that you would get in a in a sci-fi game mm -hmm. as well. So everything is on there, tons and tons and tons of equipment, all just and sitting there. Yeah, loads of other links and resources and stuff for online stuff. Uh, yeah. So you can go to whatsoldersnewrpg.com. Uh, and if you do uh, just want to play online, uh, we are offering a digital version of the box set. Now, the obvious, obvious picture we're showing, the pretty box set is like a physical one. So if you're playing yes. in person, but we do have like a digital version yeah. of it with like yeah. maps and tokens that you can use. And Yeah, so all of the, those tokens, there'll be digital versions of those tokens. So you can use those on virtual tabletops. The maps, obviously, mm -hmm. you can use on virtual tabletops. Mm -hmm. There's going to be like mm -hmm. PDFs available as well for people who prefer PDFs. So, mm -hmm. yeah, if you want if you want to play it digitally or online, we've got that covered as well. You don't have to have the box set. But the box set is gorgeous and look amazing on your shelf. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, of course, when you buy the box set, you get the digital version for free as well. So Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's like we do that all the time with everything. If you yeah. buy a physical product off us and there's a digital version of it, you'll get that for free. Amazing. So you've talked about so you get all this, you get all the stuff, you get your character sheets, mm -hmm. so you can see how the characters work. Uh you get the rule book there, like a condensed version of the rule book. That must have been mm -hmm. difficult to do to get it down to that number of pages when it's got three big core books. Yeah, the three how, big core books are like yeah. three hundred pages each. <laughs> yeah. How did you condense that? How did you decide what to with keep in? Great difficulty. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the core mechanic bit wasn't too bad. That The core mechanics mm -hmm. of the game don't take up that much space. Mm -hmm. It's when you start getting into all the sort of like systems like magic and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So magic in, um, in, in, in the fantasy game is quite a big chapter. And it's a whole system where you create spells on the fly using a sort mm -hmm. of verb noun system and spell points. 
um, mm -hmm. that is not what we're using in the starter set. We've streamlined that right down to about a two or three page magic system. Okay. Much, 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 much simpler. And the way it kind of works in the starter set is you basically pick a, th pick a theme for your mage from your magic using character. And that could be anything. It could be like fire or it could mm -hmm. be insects or, mm -hmm. you know, or it could be like necromancy or, or whatever. So that's the theme. So all of your spells, whatever you do, are going to basically run off that theme. So okay. if you're trying to, you know, you, you, just, you say, I'm casting a spell to open that, unlock that door. If you're a fire mm -hmm. mage, then probably what you'll do is melt the lock. If your theme is insects, oh, yeah. probably what will happen is a lot of turn up termites might turn up and eat their way through it or something. So delicious. Yeah, you know, that yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of determines the 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 sort of way your spells manifest themselves. And then basically using spell using spell points or magic points, you can basically select from a sort of smallish catalogue of options. So you can choose the range, the damage, um, the area of effect, and a few other bits and pieces. In order mm -hmm. to build that spell in a much much more simple way than you can in the in the big core rules, just build that spell and uh, and there, there you have it. Bob's your uncle, as it were, and you you got your spell. Done Perfect. Super quick. Yeah. Ideal. All right. Mm. So managed to condense a lot of the the key rules into that rule book. So it's a really good yeah. quick. Overview. There's other stuff like like the starship combat in the sci-fi game, mm -hmm. which obviously we haven't included in this because that's a big chapter in itself. Sure. Um, and things like um, space travel, and there's there's lots there's lots of things which we haven't included, and of course the core mm -hmm. books also have all the careers sure. and heritages and things like that, which obviously aren't in yeah. the starter set either. But and this starter set is meant to give you an idea of what the system is and a feel for it yeah. before you invest in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people are in a place where they're trying out different systems. Uh, yeah. And so this is, it doesn't mean you have to spend all that, like you say, invest in the, all the core books, be able to run a game and just try yeah, it out, yeah. if it, see if it's your thing. Yeah, exactly. Speaking, yeah. speaking of trying it out, we mentioned there's mm. three adventures in the book. Um, oh. Are you, are they designed to be like one shots or how long, how do they play? Um, They're shortish, probably one shots or one or two sessions, but not long. Okay. Um, I think they're about 20 odd pages each, give or take. Okay. If off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly yeah. how many pages they came out to. So Are yeah, able... sort, sort yeah. Of, yeah. Um, okay. Can you give us an yes. overview on each of them if we go through? So yeah. I was going to say, starting so, with the one that's fantasy old uh, setting, yeah. Dilemma and Decay. So, Dilemma and Decay. Um, so this is an adventure where uh, the Grey Fellowship, the pregens for that one, um, mm -hmm. there's this um, sort of curse. Um, spreading out across uh, across the land from this uh, from this uh, bog and this sort of marsh, and it's spreading out mm -hmm. across the forest and stuff. And uh, the local governor hires the Grey Fellowship to go and investigate. So there's a little bit of overland travel as they go mm -hmm. venture into this sort of cursed land to find out what's going on. And they meet some animals which are going a bit going a bit sort of wild. And well, they're already wild, they're wild animals, but you know what I mean, going a bit. Going a bit wonky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, things like that. So they, so as a bit of overland travel, and then they uncover the mystery of what's going on at the centre of this thing and solve that. So that's what that one is. Okay. Without giving away the actual spoiler of what. And I mean, no is. spoilers, yeah. but there's a picture yeah. on the front, and I figure that that being has something to do with. It, I'm guessing as they're on the front. May cover, or may not. Couldn't say. All right. <laughs> Habits and happenstance, which is yeah. in like a modern now kind of setting. Yeah. So I might as well say it features vampires and an order Gasp. of nuns. To... Yeah. Hmm? Did you not know that? Gasp. 
Oh, you did do I, that. <laughs> I I did, but I'm playing yes. up because okay. I'm playing right, the role right. of the audience. I'm interviewing you. Yeah, I can see I can see that uh, that sort of uh, <laughs> drama training that you had. Yeah, I used to be an actress. Can you <laughs> tell a failed one, which is why <laughs> I gasp. So yeah. uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry, um, habits and happenstance. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're yeah, telling yeah. me so about habits and happenstance. He's yes. got vampires in it. Okay, great. Yes, it has a order of nuns who are dedicated to getting rid of the uh, vampires. And the player characters, the Alpha Squad in this case, get enmeshed in this. And there's a chase scene, there's stuff in the subway underground, and there's vampires. And again, without spoilers, that's about all I can really say. That's fair enough. But that's what okay. that one is. So another another creepy story, as we said. Yeah. yeah uh, great. Ish. And then moving into new, uh, yeah. which is the sci-fi uh, setting. Silence. Yeah. On Zephon Station. Zephon Again, it doesn't sound a cheery story. <laughs> yeah, so the space station's gone silent. Um, the co large corporation hires the crew of the Starship Murphy to go and investigate. They go and check it out to find out why it's gone silent. And, and I'm sure everything's fine. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they just and... went on holiday or something and forgot yeah, to yeah, put an yeah, Everyone's, everyone's just having a nap, that's all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right, yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what that all one's right. about. <laughs> Yeah. And, <laughs> Amazing. And, and, yes. and there might there might be a xenomorph in it as well, but that's not the focus of the adventure. It just got chucked in <laughs> just for Casually. fun. Yeah. Casually. Okay. Amazing. Uh, so three full adventures that you can play through there that are like mm -hmm. one or two sessions to play, uh, so you can get involved and kind of try it out and see yeah. see if it's kind of your thing. Um, I think that's a lot of the questions I was going to ask you about. Oh. Um, if people are interested uh, in having a look, do we have uh, where's the best place for them to do that? Uh, what for the Kickstarter? Yeah. Um, by the time people hear this, will the Kickstarter be live by then, or possibly not? Well, no, the Kickstarter's going live tomorrow. Oh, right, gotcha. Okay, Cause, so because this is going out on Monday, um, so the pre-launch. Uh, yes, I totally forgot. Are... <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're, We're pre-recording this today. Yes. because <laughs> yesterday is well, Monday. Well, no, because yes. Happy Birthday is actually your birthday, so you know. Yes. Yeah, on Monday it's my birthday, which is why we're pre-recording this. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Did you um, not want to spend it talking to me? But anyway, uh, yeah. So we have the Kickstarter page uh, on uh, the link is in the podcast show notes are on the screen that you can have a look now mm -hmm. if you want to follow the Kickstarter. And that's actually a really helpful uh, way to support us. So because um, the more people that follow it, the more people that see it and gives yeah. us a little boost. Um, and also, if people are wanting in a little preview of the What's Holding New System on the website, uh, what's winrpg.com, uh, the about what's old is new section the link i'm putting in the show notes and on the screen has some free yeah. previews of the uh the game and the core rule books so you can have a yeah. look and see and previews will be on the kickstarter page as well when and they're on the like... kickstarter oh yeah they're on the kickstarter yeah. page and they're on the site if you're if you're looking today uh but it launches mm. on tuesday and we're really excited about it and yeah i think we just want more people to have a look at system it's a system we want to kind of support and revamp a bit that's been out for mm -hmm. a while and we're hoping the starter set can let people give it a try yeah, I am hyper, 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 hyper excited. Okay, awesome. Well, I think that's all there is to say then. So, okay. Russ, thanks for coming on. I think you kind of had to because I told you to. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for your time anyway. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to everyone that watched or listened. Uh, I'd love it if you could check out the Kickstarter page uh, and follow it for the pre-launch. That would be really helpful. And, uh, yeah, check it out and have a look and see if it's something you'd like to give a try. Uh, that's all that we have for this week and we'll be back next week with a different indie tabletop RPG creator that isn't one assistant that we've made at EM Publishing. Yes. <laughs> all, right. all right. 
Thanks very much. Au revoir. Bye bye. Bye.